Oh, you changed it to Wally this time. Yeah. You were Joy last time. Yeah, Wally this time he because he deserves a spot uh, on he like I would have probably um, believed chemistry between Wally and Jennifer Lawrence more than I do Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Jesus, that's a that's a genius pitch. <laughs> is because while watching Passengers, I realized at a point like, oh, this is just live act. What this this is just live action Wally, but worse. Yeah. Um, and so, but. Having just like Wally in the movie, like they could you imagine if like Variety announced like Wally casted alongside Jennifer Lawrence in new sci-fi? Like they treat Wally like he's a working actor. Yeah. Oh my God, Kellen, I'm sorry. I didn't know you're enjoying your uh, your Sunday afternoon watching singing in the rain. <laughs> Oh, you just checked on our box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I went to the music box for a matinee. <sighs> Uh-huh. I uh it's funny. We both um well actually you watched this movie like a week ago, didn't you? Or a couple of days ago. Yeah, I think I watched it on Wednesday. Damn, yeah, a while ago. Uh I watched we're talking about this movie in the wake of us watching two much better movies. Cause you yeah, saw yeah. three, because you watched Silence of the Lambs and Raiders of the Lost Ark yesterday. Yeah, I did. Here. Jesus Christ. Um, and I, and I, uh, you know, that's actually funny though, that you're bringing that up. Cause bef- like before I was waiting for four o'clock to hit, I was looking for like a movie to watch and I just didn't have enough time for any good movie. So I was just like watching a documentary, but I really wanted to put a banger on. You should. It's, I, I, I hesitate, you know, it's got some banger moments. I don't know if it's a banger yet, but you should, you should check out werewolf by night. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm, I got, I'm, I'm going to watch that. I'm excited it, for that. It goes kind of hard. It, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Movies that go, that go hard. Maybe it's a, it's a special. It's forty five minutes long. You know, so like I don't even know if it counts as a movie. Shout but, out to Michael. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Big Mike. <laughs> I, oh, uh, uh, welcome back to Stargazing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is the show about this podcast about movie stars. This is um, the waiting days of our series called J Law and Order, which is- I'm always Camacho. I just wanted to beat you. Uh, I'm Cal Kermins. <laughs> and we're talking We're talking about Jennifer Lawrence. You know the fucking drill. You're, we're talking you, passengers, baby. You're not clicking on a movie podcast episode on passengers unless you know like what the deal is. Get on board and be a passenger or something. As we, <laughs> as we get on this like spaceship that we do not want to be on, this spaceship we don't want to be on that has uh, swimming pools. It's um, like Titanic, shining references, and really despicable acts committed by the protagonist and um, a waiter that seems evil but actually isn't. Yeah, Stockholm syndrome wish fulfillment. A tree. It's Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> I was so pleasantly surprised when he came on screen. Yeah, me and too. then I, I was like, holy that. shit, he's in a whole different movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he's uh, an entirely different movie. Yeah. It's very, uh, as I said in my review, it's it was very, such a big cinematic whiplash to go from, uh, to get... To, you know, see Singing in the Rain, 35 millimeter celluloid at the Music Box Theater 
How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, Have you ever seen it? I have never seen it. Oh, I've seen it a bunch of times, but that was my first time seeing it on something bigger than a TV screen. Yeah. Uh, It was wonderful. Um, You know, one of the, just one of those all timer movies for Kellen. That's really good that you saw it on 35. Yeah. It's, Old movies like kind of just glow, you know, on that point. Yeah, I don't like do. to be super pretentious about this kind of stuff, but like if you can see an old ass movie on film, do it. Cause they just I saw um well yeah, like you like Kellen mentioned, I saw Science of the Lambs yesterday. I saw it on 35. Um in that theater, they uh do a I've been there twice. And before every show, they have a couple like pre-show things. They do a raffle. Um, which I won yesterday. Um, I won one. Which uh, shit, what'd you get? Well, they do goofy shit. It's like a quirked up white boy who like hosts the thing. <laughs> okay. They do goofy shit. So like I think usually the first prizes are good. So the first prize was like a Funko Pop. And then they do are you good? <laughs> Is there like a fly in your room? No, okay, no, no. I just I just heard what sounded like a scream from somewhere. In my oh room. shit. They're watching uh Werewolf by Night. Yeah, they got spooked by it. <laughs> um, uh, so there's good good shit, and then they get to like goofy shit. So I got a uh, leather sewing kit. That was my my. Okay. Oh, for like uh, the skin suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's funny. Um, so that's a pre-show thing, and then the second thing they do is they they play the um. The national anthem uh oh. and everyone's got to stand up and and sing the national anthem but, but <laughs> listen i know it's kind of weird it's in the small it's in franklin indiana uh so i was yeah, yeah, the only but shout it out the person there okay. uh, do we want to name the theater or is this story going to take a turn because oh no yeah let's name the, the name it. it's called the historic art craft theater i'm i i'm i always feel welcome there okay uh, so the national uh, anthem I was saying, playing. yeah, the national anthem was playing. I was just gonna, I was just literally just mentioning this because they showed like a clip, like it's like a montage of Americans that are happy, um, oh, okay. and it's on film, and it's that's, gorgeous. That's great. That's kind of cool. It's it's fucking beautiful. It like matches along with the, it's the song is playing, and it's fucking beautiful. Just seeing this these uh sub, suburban people being happy on film. And you then, were gonna say, say say white. You're gonna say <laughs> no. There's some black. There's some black people oh, in it okay. too. There's some black people. Yes. Um, but uh, that happens, and then um, then they uh, the third thing they do before the movie is they show Looney Tunes short, also on film. That's cool. That's yeah. Cool. It was awesome. Great experience. Ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I saw Singing in the Rain. What beautiful day in Chicago. Uh, it's like sixty something Oof, right now. Beautiful. You know, rolled up the sleeves on the old crew neck, walked home. Not well. I took the train. You did not home. walk home. <laughs> I did not walk home. The music box is like a good forty minutes away from me by train. So I took the train, got up in my room, kicked my shoes off, popped onto my bed, opened Amazon Prime, and watched the last forty-five minutes of Passengers. And now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Passengers. It's the second worst movie we've covered. <laughs> I think so, yeah. What's the first? It's, you remember, right? Yeah, House at the End of the Street, right? Oh, I meant in general. Oh. No, oh, this is the this worst. Is... I think this is the worst Jennifer Lawrence movie that we've you covered. You think this is the second worst movie we've covered ever? 
Yeah, so it's going overboard and then passengers. You okay? Wow, I'm really trying to wreck. There's gotta be so. There's some fucking will. I really fucking hated Seven Pounds. You gave this two stars. That's astonishing. Yeah, I I I just think it's kind of. I think it's mid. Uh, to borrow a term from the kids, Gen Z kiddos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. Actually, let me let me make sure. Yeah, I reviewed. Uh, I gave Aladdin, which is ranked last on Big Willie style. I gave it one and a half stars. So yeah, this is the second worst movie we've ever covered. Oh dang! I, I think Aladdin's worse than this. I, Aladdin's terrible. Uh, wrong. God. Well, okay. Passengers is a 2016 sci-fi uh, romance, fucking thriller, whatever blockbuster. Blockbuster starring Jennifer Lawrence and the one and only uh, the hottest movie star of 2014. Can you do an impression, please? Of Chris Chris Pratt? Of Chris Pratt. No, as of Mario. Of Mario. Oh, Chris Pratt as Mario? No, no, no. Just your Mario. I want to hear your Mario. I did have my Mario at the end. I know. Of- I want you to do it again. <laughs> um, mm. Chris Pratt. I already did. I already did Mario. I'll do Luigi. Okay. Okay. AKA Charlie Day. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do Luigi and Mario Kart. Like when you select him. Okay. In Luigi time. That's my. That's my Luigi. Put it on my voice acting reel. Uh, oh my fucking god! That's like, you know, they should have gotten Adam Sandler to play Mario. That's my hot take. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. Another hot take. I'm excited for Mario. What? I'm still fucking hyped for it. It's Illumination. Yeah. Illumination. Shout out my oh, minions. It's right. It actually doesn't look that bad. Yeah, right. Um, it looks fine. Uh, I and we've heard Chris Pratt. I don't think Chris Pratt's voice is good, but I, we've only heard like four seconds of it. So exactly. Whatever. Come yeah, on, whatever. guys, stop being unfair. Yeah, I think you got canceled for uh, liking Blonde last week, uh, and I'll I'll get canceled this week by saying I guess just we're going to be talking about him this whole episode. I'll just say I'm like kind of neutral on Chris Pratt. Well, well, do you want me to? I'll get even more canceled. I like Chris Pratt. I I like him some stuff. Yeah, he's good. Come on, I, guys, don't knock him. I will say it. I, that's why I say neutral because I like some stuff he's been in. I think he's been pretty good in some stuff. But like, I do like sincerely like dislike like his current career path. <laughs> like I did. He's like um like he's like following the footsteps of like Ryan Reynolds. I would say. Yeah, j- just like. I'll say the difference, though, is, like, as annoying as Ryan Reynolds' whole shtick is, you know, I'll I'll admit that's, like, what he's good at. Okay. It's, like, this. that's kind of, like, his strongest element. You think that's what he's good at? I think he could do, like, the nice guys. He could do the nice guys. Oh, like a a gosling? Yeah, he could do one of those. He's too smarmy. I don't know. Well, I I need him to stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think like the difference is what Chris Pratt's whole thing now is like gruff Navy SEAL man. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I just think that's so like antithetical to like when he's good, like what mm-hmm. makes him good. Yeah. Shout out Tomorrow War. Yeah, no one has said Tomorrow War since uh, it came out. Uh, Terminal List, I think is like his new one. Terminal list. Do you hear those dogs barking? Do you hear the siren going off? We're, no. we're some noisy boys this episode. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I just think like 
he just seems. I, well, like, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna bring up his filmography here because honestly, yeah, go for it. Like all yeah, the I, the first things I think of is just immediately, obviously, is his role as Peter Quill, aka Star Lord, mm-hmm. um, which I think he um, is really good. He's really good. Like uh, Guardians. Both Guardians are movies that I still respect highly <laughs> from the MCU. Let's see. His he has a it's funny on, on Litterbox, his third movie that pops up is her. He has like a small row in her. That's so that's so funny. <laughs> uh, which he's good in. Uh Jurassic World. I mean, come on, guys. You you can't give him slack for Jurassic World. I want um, what? I think he sucks in the Jurassic World movies. That- I know, but I'm okay. saying like the movie sucks in general. You can't like cut him some fucking slack. That's true. There is a good rule of thumb I heard someone point out a while ago that if it's like if everybody's bad in a movie, you can't fault any of the actors. You know? Yeah. Well, I I, I can't. Is everyone bad in those movies? I don't remember. I I I, I just I I really hate the fucking Jurassic World movies. I don't have like a single nice thing to say about. All right. Them. Well. Let's just remind everyone that he gave uh he he pops up in fucking Moneyball and like we all love him because of that. Great Moneyball, yeah. (laughs) And he's and he was great on Parks and Rec for years. Yeah, he's on he's in Zero Dark Thirty. That's right. That's the first time he got jacked. Yeah, he got jacked for Zero Dark Thirty, and that's I think arguably when it starts. Kevin, I want you to bring up his filmography and look how honestly small and concise it is okay. he really doesn't have that big of a career i mean sorry he has a ginormous career he doesn't have like much under his belt he's been in a lot like but it's a lot of like you know com like he's like bit roles in comedies yeah like he I, or he's he, a bit role in anything yeah like he's like a comedy guy zero dark 30 and then like i think he plays a jock in jennifer's body yeah like i, I haven't seen jennifer's body you should see it. Yeah, I think it's on my list for this uh, fall for sure. I want to watch movie forty three. I want to watch that so bad. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, nowadays it's a lot of just like fucking like franchise shit for him, so it's hard to say. But I just feel like with like the projects he's picking, like you know, the Tomorrow War, or, like this Terminal List show. Like my whole thing is, I feel like he's like a funny, sh- like kind of. I don't want to say sh- like a schlubby kind of funny guy, you know, who like so badly wants to be like a badass action. Dude. I don't think it'll ever fucking work. I think I he should I just, just already get it. out of it. Get out of it already. It. Yeah. Um, and we I, know, now we know he can't fucking be in a, a romance either. God, no. I guess, yeah, this will be a good transition to talking about the, the movie. There are some, I think, fundamental core flaws with this movie. Mm hmm. The biggest one I want to talk about in a bit, but maybe the the one that's kind of killing it as is, is that um, Jay, I, we obviously we love Jennifer Lawrence. We wouldn't have a show about her. We do if we if we didn't. You know, we wouldn't be doing this miniseries. Mine little um, over movies, but we love her. <laughs> yes, um, and we like Chris Pratt. We, I, you know, in some I like things. him. Yeah, sure. Love Jennifer Lawrence, like Chris Pratt, and some good in some stuff. I think they're they're both you know very good, have the potential to be good actors. Yeah, and uh, they have no chemistry at all. This is the worst sex I've ever seen on a movie screen. 
it was like a, it's like I wrote down that it was like um like in a video game when the characters have sex, you know? Yeah. And it's just two like kind of like perfectly sculpted 3D models kind of just pressing up against each other. Yeah. It's like I I I, I cringed and looked away from the screen. It's uncomfortable. It felt like I when I was like real little, my mom my parents would make me like cover my eyes when there was like like intimate scenes in movies. Yeah. And I it's haven't done intimate. that. So yeah. like you can like no kissing. You no can kissing. look at that either. Yeah. I, I feel like we we've had to have talked about this. <laughs> I don't remember no kissing. No, I remember like being told to close my eyes during this was like when I was real little. Uh like during Batman Begins. Okay. Uh, when, when Christian when I him and Rachel kiss at the end. <laughs> no, but like I wanted um to like shield my eyes during like the intimate scenes of this movie. I was just like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Two pretty beautiful people, but there's like it's like they're being it's like they're robots. Um they're robots and like I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> what I said is like what I thought is like Chris Pratt's wife was watching them while they were like filming this. You know, she was on set that day. Uh-huh. And Chris Pratt was like, All right, I gotta I can't I can't yeah, do I just, this. I just want you to know I still love you. She's like, Yeah, yeah I, I I got that. I, I'm yeah. not worried. <laughs> yeah. The main thing that definitely like flawed this movie and they should have, uh, I guess like they just didn't do a screen test. <laughs> like it was probably just, Oh, well they read the script. They greenlit the script and said, who should we start attach? And it was just like the biggest, big, biggest people, um, Jennifer Lawrence and the, the producers were like, yeah, yeah. And then another producer like, and Chris Pratt. And then, <laughs> it's um, a very, like, I, it, it's a very, this is like, um, much meaner insult than I think either of these actors deserve. Uh, but it's a very Reddit brain casting. Yeah. Like, bro, let's put Chris, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence together. Uh, let's put, um, see, I don't even fucking remember his name. That's how much, how fucking stupid it is. Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> well, would you like to know who else was almost in this movie? Uh, let me guess. Uh, John Krasinski. Let's put, were, let's, you, guys, let's put John Krasinski as Reed. This Reed Richards guys wouldn't You're they be so cool? In a similar ballpark, and um, I have a little background about this film. I'd like to get. All right, let's go. Um, let's get it. So this was this came out in 2016. It was actually kind of in the works since 2007. Um, Will Smith and Emma Mendes. Isn't that Hitch? Yeah, that's why okay. I said it because I really <laughs> like Hitch and I want to see them together again. <laughs> I uh, no, but uh, it was I. Don't know if it, if like I can't I don't know when he became involved, but the script was like written like as a spec script. We like um, and Keanu Reeves was attached to star in it and produce it. Um, the writer of this, um, John Spates, uh, wrote 2007, and it's like we talked about this before. I cannot remember for the fucking life of me like what movie we talked about this with, but this was like about this like kind of phenomenon with but this is like one of those like scripts that like is kind of like talked about you know in the industry just like oh have you read this this is a great script but like nobody's making it yeah like there's the blacklist the hollywood blacklist you know um of like everybody's favorite unproduced screenplays and this was on the blacklist in 2011 i think uh so it's like kind of in not really development hell but like development purgatory Mm-hmm. Which is what happens to a lot of scripts, you know, that show business. Uh, no good, 
very bad. Nobody should ever do it. Um, uh, so Keanu Reeves was attached to Star for a very long time. At one point, and this is why I said you were close, uh, Emily Blunt was going oh, to play okay. Aurora, the, uh, the female no. lead. That's, no. Not you with Keanu. So? Not with Keanu. No, God, no. I mean, genuinely, if they're going to do Keanu, they should have gotten Sandra Bullock. Like, come on. Come on. Uh, come on. No, they can't do that. I say, here's a, here's a weird one. I'm grabbing. Michelle Yeoh. Ooh, fuck. M- Michelle Yeoh is a fantastic actress, but, like, it would feel wrong to have her be in this movie and not get to, like, fuck someone up. Oh, actually, that's not true. That scene where uh, Aurora is, like, beating the shit out of Jim, like, in the middle of the night. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Yeah, do some- yeah, she could easily beat the shit out of him. <laughs> beat the shit out of Keanu. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, they could still make a movie together. Somebody make that happen, please. Michelle Yeoh and Keanu, put them in a movie together. <laughs> is it time for her to be... Are they doing a John Wick 5? Could oh, she shit. The, the big bad of that? I would not be surprised if Michelle Yeoh popped up in John Wick 4. Well, I'm going to look that up real quick. But... Uh, <laughs> uh, other actresses, uh, I'm not seeing a whole lot of actors, but other actresses uh, that work attached. Hey, so to it was going to be Chris Pratt and Emily Blunt? No, it was going to be Keanu Reeves and Emily Blunt. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think Chris Pratt and J- Jennifer Lawrence did not become attached until like February 2015, which okay. is like when it was like for sure being made. Mm-hmm. Um, other actresses were uh, attached because, you know, Keanu for a long time was going to produce it, and that kind of fell through over time. Reese Witherspoon and Rachel McAdams were also um, attached to play Aurora. Yeah, I would, I would definitely watch a movie with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Rachel McAdams falling in love with each other. You know that's not what I meant, but you just pitched a much better movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot the show Yao yeah, was in Shang-Chi. She's like at the end, right? Yeah, she plays, she's like a mentor. I don't know. I can't remember if she's related to Shang-Chi or not. Um, she's going to be, that's right. She's going to be in Avatars 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> as uh, Dr. She has Dr. Karina, my sister's name. Is she? Oh, I fucking hope she's a human then. I hope I hope she's just a human. Yeah, she no, it sounds like she's a human. Thank uh, God. I don't know. She could be, if she's a doctor, she could be like replacing Sigourney Weaver's character, you know? So she could be an avatar. I would love to see a a, a Michelle Yao avatar. I agree, but we can't talk about Avatar two episodes in a row. (laughs) We already did. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, this was... um, just so you know, this was so the story is this is one of those scripts that like it was eventually gonna get made no matter what. Yeah, but it just like the wheel of progress turns slow. And they probably put it out at the absolute worst time to make this movie. Yeah, this would this shit would have killed in the 90s, you know. It would have killed in the 90s. It would have it would kill um now as like a Netflix thriller. Uh Easily, uh, but instead it got. I, I feel like I remember um, the advertising for this, and it was really proposing this movie as a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. I had I didn't yeah. really watch trailers or anything, but I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, like I I think it also kind of like pitched it as uh like well that can't be true 
No, yeah, I'm just like glancing because you you know one of my favorite things to do on the show is just see like what IMDb trivia claims was like almost the cast of a movie. Um, I'm not seeing that, but I am see. I did see that apparently Jim, uh, Chris Pratt's character, is 20 at the beginning of this movie. I, is that true? Did I miss like some display? <laughs> I, that has to be wrong. That can't be right. Yeah, that's that's like not good internet research. Uh, I'm looking at the YouTube trailer, uh, and on the comments, someone says, "One of my favorite movies of all time." I've watched it so many. <laughs> I've watched it so many times over. My only complaint is that the second half of the movie isn't as strong as the first half. And then someone someone replied, "Red flag favorite movies go." <laughs> Odd. Yeah. Um, that is bizarre. And then there's this, uh, I don't, someone may have said it before him, but I, I always attribute it to Kevin Smith because that's where I first heard it. But uh, there's this Kevin Smith quote where he's like, every movie is somebody's favorite movie. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that's true. Uh, that's somebody's favorite movie. According to Man of Parody on YouTube, eight days ago, he said that Jennifer Lawrence made $8 million more than Chris Pratt in this movie. Yeah, that's all. And, and, and also, after the comment, he says, still shouts about sexism. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we... I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. Oh, my God. Fucking, that's insane. Yeah. Shout out to Jennifer Lawrence for making $8 million more than Chris Pratt. Get the bag. Get the bag. Get that um, fucking bag. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about, though, that I remember is um, I actually read the script for this movie years before it came out yeah you were like 10 what reading like looking at scouting the library you found it i was 15 i not years actually i did the math wrong in my head like a year and a half before this movie came out okay i like because this was uh when i had first started using reddit Mm -hmm. and it was when i used it to like this is watch porn no this is before (laughs) now i just use reddit to shit post and look at pictures of beautiful people okay Uh, Sure. At this at this point in my life, <laughs> I, I I was like on our movies or whatever. Yeah, uh, which is no good, very bad, don't terrible, <laughs> terrible, fucking <laughs> smooth brains. I'm still in it though. It's hilarious. <laughs> and I read the script for it. Yeah, that this and this is like when I first started like really getting into film, you know, and like yeah. trying to like you know ha- see how the sausage gets made. And I remember thinking. You know, oh, the, the bones for a pretty good movie are here. Let's just hope they kind of change what the central premise is. Yeah. And they did it. <laughs> they did it. I mean, bah. the central premise is only wonky because the, the the way they decided to do it. Like, again, this, yeah. this movie would fucking slap as like a thriller, as a horror movie. Yeah. You, you, that's the, I think, the fundamental flaw of the movie (laughs) is okay so like i I, i'm assuming some people haven't seen uh, who gives a fuck so chris pratt's decision in this movie you know hibernation pod wait we haven't even explained the movie who gives a fuck we're 40 minutes in (laughs) chris pratt woke up on a fucking spaceship and he woke up like a hundred years too early yes he can't go back to sleep interstellar travel can't go back to sleep he's gonna die We've all seen Interstellar. We understand the way yeah. time works. Sure. <laughs> he's going to die old and alone on this ship by himself. 
Uh, he kind of loses his mind. He finds uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character, uh, this very, you know, pretty. Uh, right uh, after he was about to kill himself. Right after he's about to kill himself, uh, he finds Jennifer Lawrence and um, thinks she's so hot. He has a reason to live. And it, yeah. so, some of these elements of the movie are cool because, like, you know, you could see, like, oh, like the Sleeping Beauty yeah. aspect of it. But this movie just doesn't do any of it right. Yeah, there are. I think there are two different, better versions of this movie. If, if that, and I'll I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. Okay. He, you know, and he also like all the passengers, you know, have like interviews and like you know by by bios like so he reads up on Aurora. It's tinder profile yeah essentially he kind of falls in love with her you know but the movie goes to great great like oh he's like falling in love with her mind too yeah and not just the fact that she's very attractive yeah um and so he decides to wake her up too and essentially doom her to the same fate as him and that i think is the kind of <laughs> core flaw of this movie <laughs> Because as a lot of like the kind of common criticism of this movie is this is a fucking like horror movie trying to pretend that it's like a sort of sci-fi romance. Yeah. And I I'm I think this movie's really trying to have its cake and eat it too. Because with the movie with what the movie's trying to be, I feel like the easiest fix, like I it's and it's still like I don't know why they didn't just do this. You know, you know me, I don't like to say like, oh, here's what this movie should have been. But, you know, the script doctor's in. Let's, you know, let's see what's wrong. Let's diagnose. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Rolling up the sleeves, you know. The clamping, yeah, clamping the, sur- the sutures. Uh, let's, let's get to work. Is I feel like the easiest fix for like what this movie is trying to be is like have, you know, he's like hesitates and he's like decides, okay, I can't do it. It's wrong. But then he accidentally does it anyway. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it could also just be like. Uh, I'm about to do it, and then hers malfunctions, and it turns on. Yeah, that could work too. I I feel like it if you have it be his fault, but also, you know, not entirely his fault. You know, yeah, like it makes him both culpable and kind of flawed and complicated, but also not like impossible to empathize with and root for. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you see him do it and you're immediately against him. <laughs> yeah, this is like, fuck this guy. What the fact that it's like he like follows through and like intentionally wakes her up is like a very gross act that like the movie. And she never... just ho- so happens to be like this amazing, gorgeous, beautiful woman, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like very, it's very rapey. Like, you it know, is. it is. Yeah, there's no real being around the bush with that. And the movie never quite reckons with it. It tries to. It make it gives the impression that it is, but it doesn't really. And to fuck it all over, like, they end up, like... The, I mean, let's skip to it. The end of the movie, the end of the fucking movie, they find out, oh, shit, there is a way to hibernate again, but only one of us can go. And the end of the movie doesn't... Sh- the end of the movie tells you that they'd stay together. They nobody, yeah. none of them hibernate. They could, they, yeah. they could have kids. Like they probably have, they could, they could have offspring. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw the fucking end the movie. There's probably like two young people around there. Yeah. Cause they fucked and had kids. That's oh, That's actually like kind of close to what the original script ending is. Uh, but I'll, I'll talk about this in a second. 
so I feel like if you wanted to do like like the Dr. Kellen's take, is it like if you wanted to do have your cake eat it too, do this like sci-fi, you know, Titanic-esque romance, but still not have the main character be an irredeemable monster. <laughs> yeah. Just have it be like he almost does it. He's about to do it. He can't go through with it. But like, you know, the ship malfunctions and it like happens anyway. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, oh, I didn't mean to, but I still I was going to, you know, that's like I think an interesting thing. Or, or, and this is what I think you were like alluding to, Moises. Just have the movie be made by a fucking sicko. Just do sicko, you know. Have it be a horror movie. It would be fucking incredible because they could keep that same tone of like the first part of the movie where he it's like there's this crazy montage and we see him losing his mind and he's going to kill himself. And like so you do understand the villain, Mm -hmm. the horror monster villain of the movie, and then you have him wake her up and then the fucking tone shifts crazy and becomes a movie. The other suggestion I constantly see like people throw like, you know, on like fucking YouTube or Reddit comments or whatever uh, is have it have the reveal that he woke her up, not come until much later into the movie. Have that be a twist. Yeah. And then and I think this is like the more interesting version of the movie (laughs) is like 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 the fucking shining or whatever, like. Chris Pratt playing this like weird psychopath that's like chasing Jennifer Lawrence around the space. That's exactly. Kinda, that's kind of cool. That's yeah, that's kinda, definitely. And it that would be an interesting use of Chris Pratt because it's like way against type. Yeah. And and it sucks because like I I think in movie reviews uh, the worst type of reviewing is like oh you could have done this like making I, up this thing in your head of a movie agree. you didn't see but for a movie like this I legitimately I gave it one star you can ask Kellen no, anybody no. who listens well, to this knows I I it's I don't rate movies very low very often no yeah and I hated this movie the thing is with a movie that's this not good but with a premise this potentially interesting it's hard to not be like oh but what could have been yeah exactly especially when it could it probably could have been a little bit more interesting if it wasn't chris pratt yeah if yeah if there was just like just a a slightly like more interesting like person to come in and like rewrite the script and like you know um get a fucking aronofsky to come in Oh gosh. I'm Were sorry, but it would have worked. Were they dating at this point? I or... mean, is our next movie Mother? I think so. Because if it is, and I'm sh- I think they were dating already. I think so. Um I got you. Let me look. Oh fuck, we gotta watch Mother next. That's kind of intense. I got that 4K baby. Um, yeah, the next the next okay. movie is indeed Mother. Well, there you go. Yeah, like I just think this movie, it's kind of a nightmare how this movie handles like the dynamic. It it is like this really weird rapey like wish fulfillment kind of thing of just like well yeah it's called it's called stockholm syndrome right That's yeah stockholm syndrome, yeah <laughs> like he she she finds out that he did this and she hates it yeah and you're like then, yes <laughs> oh she misses him yeah but then it's all oh, she misses him because um whoopty fucking do if you would have just waited a year chris pratt you asshole fucking lawrence fishburne would have came and helped you out yeah exactly <laughs> And uh, I think that's a. Pr- I think that at that point in the movie, it does get pretty good. It got that's the part that I liked when Lars Fishburne is around. But who doesn't love a little Larry? No, he's good. He's good. 
here's the thing. I, this is a, I don't think any of the individual performances are bad. Yeah, I, think I agree. Jennifer, I think I Jennifer agree. Lawrence is pretty good. I think Chris Pratt's fine. Like, I think with some slightly different direction, like, I think he may have been better. I think he's a little bit too much, like, apart. Like, uh, sorry, like, what's the word? Like, happy? <laughs> he's a little yeah. too happy in the, in the think, first part of the movie, just a little bit. Yeah, I don't think Chris Pratt could really, like... I don't think he really captures like the patheticness of the character. You there you know? go. Like, I there don't you go. Think... He's still making those sarcastic like remarks. Yeah, and he's shit. still it's still Star Lord, you know. It's yeah, still, exactly. It's still Andy from Parks and Rec. Exactly. Yeah, I, like... I, I, I could. I feel like you could put a beard on him though, and he could probably play a creep. I think he probably could if the script yeah, would like, ask him. If the script, you know, if the script and the like, I don't mean to shit talk this director because I mean this, you know, this is a director. Their previous credit is some like small budget indie movie. And now like their next credit is like a big $90 million studio movie starring Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, which by the way, sounds like there were reshoots going on like almost right up until release. So like, wait, a small little indie movie. Am I so wrong? You, you don't know what he made before this. He made Oscar winning the imitation game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I skipped. That's my bad. But this, yeah. so that's a $14 million movie. Yeah, you're right. Prestige. I and was wrong, but I was. Gets plopped right onto a fucking blockbuster. Yeah. Which, you know, happens all the time. Um, uh, I agree. I agree. And and oh, it really sucks that this is just like one of those movies where it's, damn, you gave it to yeah. the wrong guy. <laughs> like, that's all that's. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could have you, the wrong guy. You could have gave it fucking five more rewrites. It's already been through twenty. Give it five more. Yeah. Um. To the writer's credit, he did go on to co-write Dune. So you know he's. Oh um, yeah, never mind. He's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it needs another someone to recognize the uh like the grossness of the premise and either fully lean to it or like gracefully step around it. Yeah, it fucking needs a. I mean, the one I in my head I keep thinking about, it, but obviously it makes us like Hitchcock. Like someone like Hitchcock would fucking have oh a my God, blast yeah. with him. This script. Vertigo, Vertigo on a spaceship, <laughs> yeah. Um, or like fucking Fincher. Fincher loves movies. About give it a Fincher. Give it a fucking Ty West. Give it the fucking. Give it to someone. Give it a horror guy. This is such a good movie. Give this is such a, a good movie in here. <laughs> give it a woman. Give it to Catherine Bigelow. Give it a. <laughs> give it to Catherine Bigelow. If she's done making copaganda, I don't know. Copaganda. Okay. All <laughs> that's right. A, that's a, that's not fair. I love Captain. Bigger. Yeah, that's, that's not, not that's that's not at all. It's just zero, it's not her fault that zero dark thirty ends the way it does, you know? Yeah. She was making a movie about she was making a way scarier movie. She was making a movie about the futility of of uh war. And she still made it, but it had like a happy ending question mark. <laughs> the, the movie as it was being made was going to end with Jessica Chastain's character not finding Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah. And and then the world just so happened to work out in a way that seemed yeah. to validate all of the awful, awful shit that Kevin Bigelow spent her movie. Uh, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a nightmare, and it's not her fault. But I'm, it's still a fucking phenomenal movie to me. Yeah, um, it's a. Catherine Bigelow's got the sauce. Uh, Detroit will disagree with that, apparently. I haven't seen Detroit, actually. I haven't either. But uh, from what I've heard, it sounds like it's just more gruesome than people wanted. 
Gotcha. Still look like a fucking finely made movie. If yeah, it's kind of it's like it's about police brutality, isn't it? That. And then this Catherine Bigelow, you saw how yeah. she treated fucking <laughs> fucking torture. So I wonder yeah. what she does with that subject matter. Yeah. I can see why it's probably a scary movie. I, I, I'm very interested. I want to watch it. Um, Is that it for passengers? Can we, can we be done? Hey, let me look at my notes. I love, love, love when movies that take place in a sci-fi future, like, have, like, weird fashion. Yeah. And this movie doesn't have a whole lot of it, but it does have a mesh one-piece swimsuit. It was ugly. It looked like something from Amazon. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's really bad. It's ugly. Uh, fuck. I mean, yeah. Also, I mean, I guess the thing I could speak on too. Um, I think it looked good. Yeah, this. I was really happy to see like a mo- a blockbuster that looks like a blockbuster. Yeah, it's really cool production design. Uh huh. The fucking scene with the when the gravity turns off when she's like swimming in yeah. the pool looks pretty stunning. I wrote down that's a really cool set piece. I think. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's really a great, great idea. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne's um, death is amazing. Yeah, he's uh, he's got so good. Um, oh, uh, also before the other thing I want to talk about, uh, Michael Sheen as the bartender. He's always <laughs> great. I, I feel like he just always pops up for like one scene in, for mm-hmm. like a bit in these kind of movies. And he just always like kind of makes a meal out of it. Yeah, it was really good. He was funny. Like, we, I mean, you said it already. I don't think any we can like, I don't think any of them are bad necessarily. No. And then there is those also those other fucking cool ideas that obviously I guess our earlier script had themes of like classism and shit, which yeah, maybe I I can't remember. I didn't get a chance to reread the original script, but you know, there's there's interesting stuff there. It just never follows through. Mm -mm. Um, You know, I guess we'll have to wait for um, passengers. Jesus Christ! Uh, Yeah, passengers not very good. but you know what? She brings the heat. I think Jennifer Jen kind of gives it her all. Yeah, it just feels out of place a lot of times. That's that's what I would say. It, it feels like yeah, like she's kind of left out. That Chris the Pratt story? has nothing back. He Jennifer Lawrence is throwing shit at him, and it's bouncing right back when he should be catching and throwing it back. So true. Yeah, just again, it's just like it's there's like negative chemistry between them. Yeah, it's it's I've never seen anything like it. Seriously, <laughs> I will say it is. They barely even kiss. They barely even fucking kiss. Yeah, to 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 compare it to a, a derided movie that I saw in theaters recently. Compare it to uh, one of the biggest movies of two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Uh, the first Twilight film, mm-hmm. where say what you will about the quality of that film, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson play their characters in their movie like they are being eaten alive by their horniness. Yes, yes. They look at each other and they're like trembling. Mm-hmm. They want to eat each other. They want to. Yeah, he literally wants to fucking devour. Yeah, and you know you can't help but like be like, whoof. You know, you can't deny it. You can't deny the sexiness of that movie. You're you're right. Like I for years and I still feel this way. I still feel this way. Like it's really fucking creepy. You know, Edward's fucking creepy. Like I think it's really unhealthy and toxic. But like during the movie, she like gets on his, uh, you know, he like she like gets on his back and he like runs through the woods with her. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of get it. I get the appeal of this. Yeah. Who wouldn't love to fucking get on his back? I would. That's the Batman. Yeah, I, that's that's my Batman. 
That's my Connie from Good Time. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, he made Connie look sexy. Yeah. That guy's a that, fucking it, creep and a freak in that movie. <laughs> that guy is like such a piece of shit. Yeah. He's like kind of, you're, it, it's like a very reluctant wood, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, after you see that mugshot, you're like, oh, well, hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it, that it kind of loses its luster once he starts kissing the 14 year old, though. Spoiler yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. He gets kind of creepy. Yeah. That's like, I've shown that movie to people before, and that's the moment that just loses them so hard. Yeah. He's a fucking dog. He's really got that dog in him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> should we? I mean, you should have told them. Did you know about the deleted scene from that, right? From Good Time? From Good Time? No, I don't. You remember at the end when he's locked in the room with the dog? Yeah. There's a deleted oh, he jerks scene. jerks the dog off? Yeah, yeah. He, 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 is, is- yes. Is that seem like an actual thing? Like, does it exist? Supposedly. Because I think Robert Pattinson later said that, like, he was just making shit up. I hope he's not. God. Shout out to PETA. Oh, God. PETA's like, well, I guess he's not harming the animal. <laughs> Please go work for PETA, Kelly. Yeah, I don't know. I just give him the, the pooch a good time. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about passengers. All right. Me neither. Okay. Let's wrap this um, shit up. Next week is Mother. Mother? It's got the ex Mother. Next, yeah. So next week, Mother, then Red Sparrow, which like I know nothing about. It like, doesn't I, exist. I, go figure. It's a Netflix movie. And it is? Red Sparrow? Yeah. I'm like, oof. I'm like 85% sure it's a Netflix movie. You might need to fact check that one, buddy. I feel like I've seen it on HBO. You know what? Son of a bitch. You, you're right. It was, um, it was a theatrical release. That's my bad. It just looks like a Netflix original, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. With a fucking year where um, the Gray Man came out. Yeah. Good old espionage. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, and then it's weird. The like fourth image result for Red Sparrow is Jennifer Lawrence in like the weirdest bikini I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Even weirder than the mesh one from... I'd say on the same level. Okay, I'm excited now to watch that movie. <laughs> I it feels like I'm an optical illusion. Like if I squint, I'll see an Abraham Lincoln or something. What the fuck? Okay, I'm just searching this up. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, then after Red Sparrow, it's uh, Don't Look Up, which is the, her first movie after her sort of extended sabbatical. Um, and then after that, we'll be I. I think God willing will be at Causeway, yeah. which is her newest, not even out yet. It'll be out like literally a week before uh, that episode gets released, uh, which did, did you see the trailer? We, we, we talked about it, right? Um, yeah, I saw the trailer. It's a very basic trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it looks understated. That's what what excites me. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. It looks subtle, and it's got Brian Tyree Henry. It's got Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, and then that'll be the end of uh, our time of Jennifer Lawrence for now. Although she has like she's like already filming another thing. Like she's we'll be oh back. fuck! Breaking news: we we're returning to Big Willie this year as well. Oh my god! Yeah, the trailer <laughs> for Emancipation dropped, and boy, oh boy, does that movie look! fucking ugly yeah it's an ugly looking film <laughs> very ugly movie i hope Thomas. it's a choice yeah uh december that'll be early december we'll be back to willie very soon 
Um, and we'll announce, let's say I, well, for don't look up, we'll announce like what we're doing next. Um, but we can promise uh, that the schedule will be kind of more laid back. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Again, if we even have a schedule, but it is like, it is a guy since we started doing this show that I've been wanting to do. And I'm very excited. It's a lot. It's daunting, but I'm very excited about doing. He's got a wide variety as well, especially in his early, his early um, career. Yeah. Made some interesting choices. Very interesting choices. Yeah. There's some like all, there's a couple, not even a couple. There's a lot of all timers in there too. Like it's a, yeah. he's a, has a very important career. Yeah. It's just a lot of movies and that's daunting, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll announce more on that later. For now, we're giving Jay we're giving Jen her proper time in the sun, and I'm excited to get into this. You know, and actually, that's not true. I'm excited for Causeway. I'm kind of staking a lot of hope on that one. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. I'm excited for Mother. I re- I'm an Aronofsky fan. Usually, I don't think I've ever seen an Aronofsky movie. That's very interesting. Seeming that you've been in the private art school for three years <laughs> yeah i slipped through the cracks <laughs> what, well actually that's not let me see what he's made you haven't um, seen requiem for a dream that's like the biggest one i've been shown enough clips of requiem for a dream and editing classes that i've probably seen the whole thing by okay now. um i mean yeah that's the biggest one i don't he's got got the whale coming out the whale he's got the wrestler uh that that's the, the big boy black swan you've never seen black swan no I don't, you would hate Darren Aronofsky. I feel like you're probably going to hate mother. Probably. I, I, yeah, he's not, I don't think he's your type of guy at all. What did he, who might be, who did the wrestler? What am I? He did. Of? He did? Yeah. Okay. I see. Uh, we'll see how I feel about mother. Have you seen Noah? No. It was Russell Crowe. That's him. Who's... Mother. Mother. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, next week is Mother, uh, but for now, we'll leave you as we always do with our, our recommendations. This could be anything, movie, book, TV show, video game, podcast, song, album, park, painting, poem. Uh, anything that we've been enjoying and want to recommend to you. Um, I'll go first. What? I'll go first. Go for it. All right, I got a movie. Um, I hope it's still in theaters around you. I It probably isn't. Uh, if you want to stay home uh, and watch the streaming movie, it came out this year. I, I, I haven't got the chance to talk to anybody about it because I haven't known anybody that's seen it, but Bodies, Bodies, Bodies um, is oh. great. Oh my God, I've been thinking about that movie ever since I'd seen it. I had so much fun. It was funny. It made me like Pete Davidson for a little bit. Um, and I just think it's like way smarter than people made it out to be. Um, and um, yeah, like it has like all the new... Uh, it, it it girl darlings um yeah which why the fuck would you not want to go see a movie with rachel stennett in it um yeah bodies 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 go fucking see it go rent it it's it was really 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 good and i uh hope people i hope enough people saw it to like give this director some more uh shine which i'm sure she did you know it's a fucking a24 movie so yeah i i need to see it again because Oh I, yeah. I don't think I hope I, I, I can't imagine they're gonna give a shit. I I signed an NDA, but Moises actually like gave couldn't go uh last November and he sent me an invite to uh like a preview screening of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So I saw it. 
an early cut of it last November uh, with like temp music, you know, unfinished sound and color, you know. Uh, and I, actually, I thought it was pretty good then. I, I'd need to go see the finished thing. Um, but is it Rachel Sennett? Is that how you say it? Sennett? Is there, isn't there a T? No, I don't Stennett? think there's a T. I think it's S-E-N-O-T-T. Rachel Sennett. Yeah, that, that's it. Rachel Sennett. Um, is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, she's, I mean, she's the, the funniest part of the movie. Have you, seen, have you seen that other one she's in that people love? I forget what it's called. Shiva Baby? It's incredible. I wish I saw it the year it came out. It would have... Uh... Would it have shown up at the Stargazing? Well, it, it got like a festival release in 2020, um, but I think a wide release 2021. But yeah, I oh, think gotcha. she would have been on my ballot, honestly, if I saw it last year. Is she going to make the ballot this year? Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? Uh Best supporting actor, V Pace. Like, yeah, he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's yeah. fucking hilarious in it. Yeah, really. I like. I think there's been a. I like remember while watching, thinking there's going to be some really fucking stupid discourse around this when this comes out. Um, and there was, but I need to see it again, I, or for the first time. It's complicated. Um, yeah, Pete Davidson's also pretty good. Yeah, there's a siren passing. Hopefully, he doesn't get picked up. But while it's going, I'll recommend. Uh, uh, Werewolf by Night. How far I've fallen recommending a wow, thing. yeah, shit. right. Uh, it's forty-five minutes. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Michael Giacchino, who is um, one of my favorite uh, film composers, making his directorial debut. What's his best one? There's one right answer. It's got to be the incre- no Ratatouille or it's the Incredibles. Incredible. I also fucking love Speed Racer. He, I watched. Yeah, I watched it with some friends over Facetime last night, and we just like kept talking about like. Like, going, oh, he did the music for that, too. That's great. Yeah, like, he's just an amazing composer. He's got some sauce behind the camera, I'll say. I'm, I'm, uh, judging by the trailer, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very. Did he do the, the music for that, too? Yes, and the music. Oh, wow. Him. What a fucking flex. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, what a yeah. flex. Uh, really fun, kind of old school, you know, spooky vibes. Like, it's just, you know, it's like 45 minutes. Just throw it on, you know, get in the Halloween spirit. Um, Gael Garcia- Bernal, I, I am. I, is it Bernal or Bernal? I can't remember if there's an R. I don't know. Uh, uh, Mr. Old. Um, Bernal, yeah, with an R. Bernal is very good in it. Very um, handsome. <laughs> he's hot. He's fucking hot. Yeah, he's Come hot. on, he was in Itu Mama Tambin. You can he, fucking uh, be horny about him. Yeah, Michael, I've actually... <laughs> it, it, have you seen that? Is that a Moises movie? I want to teach a class about that movie. I want to write a book on that movie. You know how I said I haven't watched Fleabag because my mental health's never been in a good enough <laughs> I've never watched E2 Mama Tavia because I've never been in a state of mind where I'm like, there's no way I won't be detrimentally horny after watching. You, you will be surprised the way that movie is going to make you feel. And I've also heard it's very sad. I, I might be. I, I don't want to say anything because okay, okay, I don't, don't want to. Okay. Is Put that strange? on your fucking Spooktober list. I'll give you the fucking Blu-ray. Next time you're in. Next time, yeah. Next time I'm in town or you're in town, I'm giving you that Blu-ray. Yes, you need to watch that fucking movie. Oh, and Diego Luna's in that. I yeah, that. yeah. Speaking of Diego Luna, oh God, look at who am I? Fucking Andor's really good. Yeah, uh, I need to watch check it. Check out Andor. I'm um, watch Michael Clayton first. Yes, you do because Andor is pretty much Michael Clayton in space, which is why Kellen loves it. I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Uh, intro and outro music is the Law and Order theme song. Follow us at stargazing underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, anything I'm forgetting? 
Anything else you want to plug? Uh, the uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence fact of the week. You got to remember to do that. Oh, you're right. I have it right here. I almost forgot. Yeah. Uh, I know I gave you one, so I better the, make a good one. I the, the the thing is, I always want to like make it a fact about current you events. You want me to give it to you? Because like, I yeah, have a, yeah, I have yeah. a pretty weird one that I, I mean, I, you. all I have here is just like, you know, like just stuff that's already happened. And like, okay. this is coming out in a week and it's going to be outdated by then. Because so the last a, one was about dream and it came out a week after the dream thing. I have a really weird one. Go for it. So, you know, the Kia Soul commercials with the hamsters? Yeah, and LMFAO. Those hamsters were supposed to be Jennifer Lawrence. That's so, would it be like multiple Jennifer Lawrence's, like in tracksuits doing the LMFAO dance? Yes. Okay. They just couldn't get her. Imagine the Don Draper type pitching that. Like, <laughs> they couldn't get Jennifer Lawrence and just like takes a long drag of a cigarette. What if we got a bunch of hamsters? <laughs> what if we? <laughs> Imagine, if you will, a six foot tall hamster. <laughs> Don, you're a genius. Uh, I'm Cal Kermins. I'm Wes Camacho. And I gotta go, so I'm actually gonna leave. See you next week. See you next week.